This week, more examples of home router security sucking at its best. I mean, it's like, ah, just insecurity in your face. A crowdfunded secure, air quote secure phone, infamous leakers are defaced. Catching hackers in the act of hacking. More leaks of credentials. Hacked Android bootloaders. Not so freedom. I don't know why I said it like that, but I did. So there. Jason Wood from Paladin Security joins us this week to talk about uh, in our expert commentary section on the lack of honor among cyber thieves. All that and more on this episode of Hack Naked News. This is Security Weekly. For security professionals, by security professionals. Broadcasting live from G-Unit Studios in Rhode Island, it's the show that brings you the security news each week. And despite popular belief, we do wear pants. It's Hack Naked News. Most of the organizations I work with, they have released. Yes, you read it. actually do. The original Linux kernel security with Linux. So I hope everybody has their resistance built up. Brought to you by IT Pro TV is the resource to keep you and your IT team skills up to date. IT Pro TV's team solution provides group pricing and access to their supervisor portal. You'll gain full control over your team's training schedule, see individual and group analytics, and more. IT Pro TV does IT Live every day, so you know you're getting the most current IT training. Go to itpro.tv forward slash hacknaked and use the code HN30 to try it free for seven days and receive 30% off your monthly membership for the lifetime of your active subscription. To learn more about IT Pro TV's team solution, sign up for a free demo of their supervisor portal. Do you have a website, an external presence, employees, an office? Any of these things can be compromised and attacked. How are you defending these assets? Have you penetration tested these public assets? Start 2017 by taking a proactive approach to securing your vulnerable areas. Black Hills Information Security has been helping companies find their weaknesses since 2008. Email consulting at blackhillsinfosec.com and see how they can help you sleep better at night. Welcome, everyone, to Hack Naked News. This is episode 139 for Tuesday, September... Is it the 5th? I hope it's the 5th. Good. It's September 5th, 2017. I'm your host, Paul Asadorian. I am excited to be here today. Jason Wood's on. We're getting ready for a fantastic show. But first, make sure you go to itpro.tv forward slash hacknaked. Use the code HN30. Try it free for seven days. Receive 30% off the monthly membership for the lifetime of your active subscription. Learn more about IT Pro's team solution. Sign up for a free demo of Supervisor Portal where your employer gets to assign you some training modules, gets to keep track of your progress so that you can get trained up and expand your IT and IT security careers. And of course, DomainTools.com forward slash Security Weekly. Joff Thire, myself, and experts from Domain Tools, we will be there to talk about, well, I can tell you all about it because the presentation's almost done, but I want you to attend the webcast, of course. I'll give you a little, a little taste. Joff and I are going to talk about some open source methods and very easy to implement open source methods that you can use to basically blacklist domains and IP addresses in your environment and the wonderful effects those will have on your security architecture. So make sure you tune into that. Joff will be talking about Tachyon Net, his open source project for enhancing that even further, as well as information from Domain Tools on Domain Tools Iris, which even takes it to the next level. So make sure you tune in. Make sure you subscribe to our mailing list, securityweekly.com forward slash insider for all of the latest information about our webcasts and other such exclusive information. And now, 
the security news. Router flaws are putting AT&T customers at a hacking risk. Four vulnerabilities have been disclosed by independent researcher Joseph Hutchins affecting AT&T's U-versed internet customers. One of the vulnerabilities is a hard-coded credential flaw that one estimation said as many as 138,000 routers are vulnerable to attack, according to a tweet by Victor Gevers, a chairman of the GDI Foundation, a Dutch nonprofit organization dedicated to internet security. Others requiring brute forcing and a little more effort could potentially affect millions of customers. Check out Joseph's blog, www.nomotion, like the English words, nomotion.net, forward slash blog, forward slash sharknado. That's shark, N-A-T-T-O. Awesome, awesome write-up on uh, detailed information on all the vulnerabilities, as well as remediations that you can do at home for these vulnerabilities because the manufacturer is still investigating and AT&T has not been able to be reached for comment even though they're a gigantic, huge corporation and have plenty of people in public relations. Apparently, they can't be reached for comment on this issue. Funny how that works, huh? A security-focused phone has launched... Excuse me. In a crowdfunding drive, Purism, a San Francisco-based company that makes security-focused laptops, uh, which says it has a strict belief the user's rights to privacy, security, and freedom. Purism said last month it would be adding a smartphone to its product range, the Libre M5, which it says will empower users to protect their digital identity in an increasingly unsafe mobile world. No doubt this will increase your privacy. It has location services turned off by default and many other things that speak to the privacy of your phone. However, many of your apps will rely on HTML5 and your web browser as this phone is sheer Linux running on your phone. It is not iOS, it is not Android, and it does not have iOS or Android emulation mode. Uh, This may not see widespread adoption as a result. However, as customers really choose the apps, not so much the platform, uh, but may find a home for security nerds in the ultra-paranoid, like probably many of you listening to this program. Oops, WikiLeaks' website was defaced by OurMind. The notorious hacking group OurMind is known for breaching high-profile figures and companies' social media accounts, including Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, Google CEO Sander Pichai, HBO, Game of Thrones, and Sony's PlayStation Network. According to, according, according to my teleprompter failure, according to, hold on, uh, I'm like stuck in an in infinite loop. Um, according to, uh, hold on, I'll get there, I'll get there. Screenshot circulating on Twitter, the official website of WikiLeaks has been defaced by the Our Mind hacking group who left a message on their website. Thank you, Our Mind. Your guess is as good as mine in terms of uh, why they did this. My guess could be street cred. Who knows? Catching hackers in the act. Cyber criminals started attacking servers newly set up online in about an hour after they are switched on, suggests research. The servers were part of an experiment the BBC asked a security company to carry out, who happens to be one of our sponsors, Cyber Reason, and the illustrious Israel Barak was uh, quoted in the article. About 71 minutes after the servers were set up online, they were visited by automated attack tools that scanned them for weaknesses they could exploit, found, of course, security firm Cyber Reason. Now, there's nothing really new here. I mean, every time that we've done this, um, 
things are attacked. That's just the way it works. When something's put on the internet, it's attacked. When I worked at a university, if a new Windows system was put on the network and it wasn't patched, it was already owned. This is something we've been dealing with for probably 20 years. Uh, The fact now that the internet has grown to where it has and technology has advanced, Moore's Law style, we can now scan the internet faster than ever before. So this is pretty much table stakes. However, I think Cyber Reason's research is interesting because they're using this in the analysis of what the bad guys are doing, incorporating that into defenses, which I think makes this interesting is uh, Cyber Reason and some of Symantec's research behind this. So make sure you check that article out. A leak of over 1,700 valid passwords could make the IoT mess much worse, if that's even possible. Some researchers have unearthed a sprawling list of login credentials that allow anyone on the internet to take over their home routers and more than 1,700 Internet of Things devices and make them part of a destructive botnet. The list of Telnet accessible devices currently posted at a pastebin address, which unfortunately is no longer there because I tried to get a copy of the list. I was unsuccessful. have to do some further digging. I was first posted in June, but then had been updated several times since then. It contained usernames and passwords for 8,233 unique IP addresses, 2,174 of which were still running open Telnet servers as of Friday morning. So this list is different than just a password list. It was specific to IP addresses uh, in that mapping. Uh, So kind of interesting. Again, nothing new here. Uh, Just more kind of news articles highlighting problems that we pretty much already knew we had. Uh, Speaking of problems that we have, multiple Android chipset bootloaders have been discovered. Smartphone bootloader firmware should be secure even if the operating system is compromised. But the researchers found five flaws in major chipset vendors' code that leave the process vulnerable. The vulnerabilities have been found by a group of researchers from the University of California, Santa Barbara, who built a tool called Bootstomp to automatically detect security flaws in bootloaders, which I think is really the highlight here in the story is the new tool in which to do this. Hacking bootloaders is nothing new. Uh, Of course, they load the kernel when the devices are turned on. The tool identified six zero-day flaws in two bootloaders after they analyzed code from four large chipset makers, including Qualcomm, MediaTek, NVIDIA, and Huawei. They also rediscovered a known flaw in Qualcomm's bootloader using the tool. Five of the six newly found flaws have been confirmed by the vendors. It's important to note that this breaks the entire chain of trust associated with the operating system and all apps and may take a long time to implement the fixes, if ever, for some of these devices that have probably been long since uh, made out of service. A Chinese man is jailed over using uh, VPNs to evade state blocks. In the opposite of freedom news, Deng Zhewei from Guangdong was charged with illegally selling programs known as VPNs or virtual private networks. According to court papers, VPNs are illegal in China because they let people avoid government monitoring of what they're doing. The sentence is part of a larger crackdown on the use of VPNs in China. Hooray for freedom. Alrighty, with that, we're going to take a short break, come back, and talk with our expert commentary expert, Mr. Jason Wood. Has your network been breached? Cyber Reason can help you answer this question. Cyber Reason products hunt for threats within your network and eliminate them in real time. To Cyber Reason, real time means within seconds. Founded by former military hackers who don't play by the rules, they've built this experience into their platform. Harness ingenuity and imagination, not just code, to defeat attackers. Cyber Reason, disrupt the adversary and let the hunt begin. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Hack Naked News. I'm here with Jason Wood from Paladin Security. Jason, welcome to the program. 
Hey, Paul. How are you? I'm, I'm doing fantastic. I'm here to tell you to sign up for B-Sides Connecticut. You could use Google to find that at B-Sides Connecticut, B-Sides CT, find that. And you should go because well, I won't be there, but Security Weekly will be there. Uh, I think Doug White is uh, representing for that uh, particular event. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sands Pentest Hackfest. Use the discount code HACKFEST17. Save $300 off your ticket for the two days of talks by using the discount code HACKFEST17. Sands.org even forward slash HACKFEST17. The discount code is HACKFEST17. All you need to remember is HACKFEST17 for a good time. And now, Jason, please tell us what your expert commentary is today. All right, I'll try and expertly do that. Uh, <laughs> like the expert that you are. That's exactly it. So, um, uh, goodness. All right, I know this, this uh, story is just going to blow people's minds. You can have a hard time imagining this. But can you imagine the idea that malware authors might sell someone, you, malware, that then allows them to have a backdoor into your botnet? I can't believe something like this would happen. I heard you like back doors, so I put a back door in your back door. Is that what you're saying, Jason? That's pretty much the gist <laughs> much. of it, right? Gotcha. That, that's pretty much the story here. So uh, this this came from the, uh, the the Naked Security blog on a, on a tool uh, called Cobain. I don't know if it's any relation to Kurt or not, but uh, nonetheless, the uh, the tool has the malware has a bunch of neat features that somebody might be interested in and in creating their own bot that uh, keylogger, webcam control. Remote code execution, screen capture capabilities, etc. However, there's a nice, lovely, unadvertised feature that goes along with this as well. There's an encrypted library that gets loaded up uh, by Cobain and provides the developer access into everything you've infected. So uh, the way this works, I guess, is the, the initial attack vector is a Excel spreadsheet that's been infected. Then it has a secondary payload. Uh, that looks to see, hey, is the malware author online? and Or not malware author, excuse me, the malware purchaser is online and trying to do something. If so, Cobain goes kind of quiet, chills out for a little bit, and tries to hide. Um, however, if the purchaser is offline, then Cobain goes out, downloads the IP addresses or domain names uh, of the command and control systems provided by the malware author, and boom. Your botnet just disappeared. So thank you very much for paying for the privilege of having somebody else's spreading somebody else's malware. So uh, it's actually a botnet takeover feature. It's not like it's connected to two botnets. They actually take over the botnet from the purchaser. That's what it looks. Mm. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like it takes over. Um, now that I did have that same thought. Well, does it you know kind of go silent again when the the, the purchaser yeah. signs back in and? And let's them do their thing, and then when they sign out, boom, we we switch back over to what we're doing. Um, I'm not sure. Um, they definitely don't appear to be interested in repeat business. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because so I buy the the malware kit, I deploy it to X. I wonder if there's a counter like X number of like once you reach a thousand or two thousand uh, hosts that you've compromised and deployed this to. That's at least this is how I would code it, right? That switch turns on. Now I've just added two thousand to my botnet. You're out of luck. You're really mad at me. You're not going to buy anything else from me, but that's fine. It's worth that work that you just went through to get two thousand people added to my botnet. Apparently, right? 
or more. Maybe somebody's really clever in spreading information and getting people to download things. Yeah. Um, they're just not real clever at writing software. Well, because renting a spam bot, there's a cost associated with that that's going to have to send people an email to get them to download an Excel. Uh, you have to trigger right. people to download that Excel uh, worksheet, however you structure that. Uh, and that's another rental cost, probably. If you're buying a malware kit, you're probably renting time on someone else's uh, spam botnet. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just kind of a, a fun little thing here. Uh, it actually reminded me somewhat of a story, thinking of you know the title. I, I had the lack of honor among thieves. Uh, it reminded me of some other stories about you know that I've heard about uh, organized crime groups and, and malware, malware groups. Uh, one of the stories that I guess maybe it illustrates a slight level of honor among the thieves. Uh, one of my college professors told a story about a, an organized crime group out of Russia that was big. This is back in the 2006, seven timeframe. They were big into um, financial uh, institutions and, and compromising things from, from uh, information from banks. And uh, my teacher who was an adjunct and was the director of security at a very large biotech company, told the story that had been disseminated through some internal group that he was a part of. Uh, this, this group had compromised a large bank, was in the process of downloading uh, a large number of accounts and financial information that they could use to then resell. And they got caught by the bank. Interruption, you know, the whole thing got interrupted. The head of the organized crime group sent a message to the CEO of the bank and said, oh, I'm so sorry that this happened, that we allowed you to catch us. Um, the, the employee that got caught is no longer with the organization. He's been disciplined, <laughs> which you can read into that, whatever you want. And then we assure you, you have my personal assurance, we will not resell any of that information that we got from this breach. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, um, um, but really, I mean, taunting the heck out of these guys is what I took this as. Um, so, you know, all right, there's some slight honor, yeah. if you will. Right. But, uh, you know, the moral of the story is you're buying stuff from crooks. Guess what? They might burn you. Absolutely. Um, well, and, and I mean, so, you know. You know, everyone wants to be the cyber criminal, right? If, if you're into the cyber right. criminal things. And building this yourself takes a whole lot of engineering. Uh, like you said, the back door had the ability to monitor the web camera, capture keystrokes. Uh, maybe it was memory resident. There are lots of features of malware that are very attractive that are very difficult to build yourself and time consuming. So like why right. build it when you can just go buy it? Uh, but buying it is associated with that risk that you're going to get ripped off uh, somehow. So it's uh, it's very yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah, and, and like you said, I mean, it, it is a complex process. I mean, on top of the features of the malware, right? You got all of the control structure and whatnot that you got to deal with, and that's not trivial either. Um, you know, trying to essentially admin what hundreds of thousands of systems is not. <laughs> not always well, easy. Yeah, I mean, there's infection, but, uh, you know, communication is interesting because uh, I think t it depends on who your targets are. Um, mm -hmm. I think if they're somewhat, air quotes, softer targets, uh, you can use pretty much off-the-shelf communications and you're going to be successful 80% right. of the time. That's probably good enough for you. If in your previous example, when we talk about the Russian hacking group going after a financial institution, you can't use... Story. I mean, you could use off-the-shelf stuff, but you're probably going to get caught just like they did 
because you're using right. if you're ripping off something a component of Metasploit or something else been widely publicized already, something's likely going to catch that. I mean, I can think of a lot of examples where that doesn't get caught and that's bad. But in the financial sector, I, I I'm I'm a lot more confident that pretty much off the shelf methods uh, of com- commanding uh, control. Uh, and execution are probably going to get caught and send off big red flags. So you're either going to want to spend more money and hopefully find a, an honest criminal. Good luck with that. Or you're going to have to build something. You're going to have to have the know-how and build something yourself if you want to be successful uh, in the cyber criminal underground. Not that we want people to be. We want to, the criminals to make those mistakes and or we want uh, those that have been burned to maybe turn into informants and, and tell us what happened so that uh, you know the authorities can investigate. Uh, and, of course, we need to get smarter in our defenses as well uh, and be able to pre- prevent, if we can, or uh, detect and, and report on this behavior uh, and find those new and creative ways in which to do that. So, and that, that, I mean, that's really the make it sound easy, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know, and next week we'll... Uh, we'll- We'll have world peace. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a it's a complex thing, um, but uh, I, I like this story just again for the idea of you're going to go out, you want to be an aspiring crook. Well, be ready. There's no honor among thieves, and uh, a chance you get burned, pretty good. Awesome, Jason Wood. Thank you very much for appearing on this episode of Hack Naked News. Thanks everyone for listening and watching. We'll see you next time. <laughs>